Good afternoon. You are listening to Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. And today we're going to do part two of the cardiovascular program that we did the week before. And we're going to call this one Exploring the Full Potential of Cardio Miracle. And in the studio, we have our four guests, myself and John Barson from Total Health Magazine and John Hewlett and Stanford Graham from Senecor. And just a little bit more about both of you gentlemen, if you could give us just a quick bio, because we kind of jumped right into the product the last session. We know, John, a little bit about your background, but how about Stanford? What was your background? Why did you decide to join Cardio Miracle? My previous life was as a practicing lawyer, so I spent a couple of decades doing that. John and I have actually known each other for over 20 years which has been a real blessing. He's been a very dear friend and in many ways a great mentor. And I've been an athlete all my life. I've been very proactive in terms of my training. I've trained six days a week since high school. John thinks I'm a little crazy because when I do get the opportunity to visit him at his sacred home set up in the mountains of northern Utah, he's blessed to have the North Fork or the Provo River running through his property. And regardless of the time of year, it gives me the opportunity to do some freezing water immersion therapy, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> He thinks I'm a little bit of a madman when I break in ice just to take a dip. But I've been a health enthusiast all my life, in particularly food and training. John and I spoke about the opportunity to work together, and John talks about receiving some divine instruction or guidance in developing this product. I can tell you that I had some inspiration that I needed to work with him. And when I went up to his cabin, we spoke one day, and the next day I was up at his cabin. I lived down in southern Utah. But I walked in, he says, oh, stand by the way, here's the research we have on Cardio Miracle. And he talked about me joining him and helping to grow his company. Well, I read this research, and it was what we refer to as the Malinsky study. It's the peer-reviewed research article published in February 2020 in Pharmacognosy Research, where Dr. Malinsky out of Ohio University he has a nanotechnology lab. His lab was actually the first lab in the world to measure real-time production of nitric oxide in human endothelial cells. So that's a little bit of a pedigree on the research capacity of Dr. Malinsky. But as I got into that research study, that publication that John handed me, I found that one of the things that stunned me is that I wasn't familiar with the endothelium as the largest part of the endocrine system and that it was responsible for producing this ubiquitous gas you know, absolutely necessary for our health, this nitric oxide gas. Well, as I read that, it was very relevant to me because a month before that, I had sat down with a friend of mine who's a geneticist who told me that my endothelium had been built some specific genes that determined its quality and its durability. And he had told me, you know, stand on the scale of having an endothelium basically that acts like this interior lining of your blood vasculature and your lymph vasculature. He said, you know, it's supposed to act like a Teflon coating. You can buy really nice Teflon products from Williams-Sonoma and get a very high quality product, or you can buy it from the dollar store on the sale rack and get a very poor Teflon product. And I'm sorry, but you have a dollar store bargain brand endothelium which can be easily abrased and damaged and all these other things. And he asked me, Charles, he said, so Stan, what's your resting heart rate? And I said, well, it's between 49 and 50, 51. We were very good friends. And he said, well, of course it is because you're conscious of how you eat, you train daily, you have a lifestyle. But had you been, you know, in an alternate universe, this other Stan Graham lawyer that worked, you know, 12, 16 hours a day, had a poor diet, were sedentary, you'd be dead. 
because your endothelium would have been gone through this abrasive process, would not have been healed and maintained its health as a function of your lifestyle. Right. So anyway, I'm reading this research article that says this cardio miracle stuff improves and maintains the health of the endothelium, among many other things. And I told John of that happy circumstance of getting that message within a month of having someone tell me, you know, but for your lifestyle, you're high risk of early death, even though you look healthy. So. Well, didn't you tell me somewhere that you were training to see if you could break the record for the mile run for a person over 50 years? Yeah, as a matter of fact, my fastest mile time was about seven weeks ago when I ran a 426.3 mile. So I'm working on it. And your age is what? My calendar age is 60 revolutions you know, around the sun. So. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> for people who don't understand the significance of this, it's a miracle, <laughs> pardon the fun, for somebody at that age to run that distance, a mile, in that time, four minutes and 20 or 30 seconds. I know this because I've been a distance runner my whole life. And so I've run around the world literally four or five times biked and run around the world, uh, 125, 150,000 miles. So I've got a lot of miles on my arteries too. And so I almost had a similar experience that you had where I said, you know what, I have a history of heart disease in my family and I'm going to do something about it and make sure that I can be there for a long time. And so this resonated with me. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at that time and I'm going, you know, that's not the time that I was able to achieve at 19 years of age when I was a university athlete that I said to Stanford, the problem is I have short legs and a big heart, but I can run five minute miles for all day. And so if you want to run five of them, I'll run five minute miles for five hours, for 10 hours. However, you want me to run five minute miles, I can run them. <laughs> So that was a few years ago. I can't do that anymore because I'm older than all you guys. I'm pushing 80 now. But because of that, I think I'm healthy too because of all that I've been doing. But do I want to get healthier? Do I want to have a better product? You bet I do. And so mm -hmm. we're all motivated. All four of us that are in this studio right now are motivated by this. And so today in this particular program, I want to talk about things that were mentioned in the article that was published in Frontiers, one of the premier uh, functional medicine, nutritional magazines in the world. And I want to find out about the things that you've said there regarding the prevention of arthrosclerosis and the regression of this disease, because that's what I want to know about. Yes, we can prevent many things, but... What happens if you already have it? What happens if you already have plaque? What happens if you already have stiff arteries? What does this product, Carca Miracle, do to end this regression? That's where I would like to start the discussion today. So, John or Stan, either one of you guys that want to jump in on that, please, let's start there and see what you got to say. Thank you, Charles. This is John Hewlett. And it all goes back to the Nobel Prize research because they determined that it would reverse heart disease and cardiovascular plaque, even in 1998. Now, the research at that point was only 10, 15 years old on nitric oxide's impact, and there wasn't much knowledge about how you created sustained nitric oxide and other types of things, even when the Nobel Prize was awarded. Since that time, there's been over 150,000 more research studies and articles. I like to look at it from kind of a layman's common sense types of things. And most people have between 60, 70,000 and 100,000 
miles of vasculature in their body. And most of those, many of those are microcapillaries. And so when you create or stimulate those capillaries and endothelial cells to make or express nitric oxide, nitric oxide flashes along the arterial wall. And if it flashes in an instant, and so what they first realized with the Nobel Prize that if a person took a bunch of arginine, it would stimulate a spike, a big spike in nitric oxide, and then it would then diminish within 30 minutes to a couple of hours. What they didn't know at that point in time is that function, potentially through the sheer force, also created a free radical. And so initially people were taking enormous amounts of arginine, bodybuilders and athletes and things like that, and they were getting dilation of the artery, relaxation of the artery, and they were getting additional oxygen, they were getting blood flow, pump, et cetera, but it was actually frying their brain <laughs> at the same time with these microcapillaries. And so they calmed down from that, and then a couple of more thoughtful formulators came up with nitric oxide that then buffered that high expression of nitric oxide with vitamin B12 and antioxidants. And that's when I kind of entered into the arena in 2007 and 8 with my own personal experience of having cardiovascular markers turned around by nitric oxide supplementation. And then it's now expanded with, you know, a few years later, 2014, founding Cardio Miracle as the ultimate nitric oxide stimulation safely and everything else. With Professor Malinsky, he virtually tested that our endothelial cell expression of nitric oxide with our 53 ingredients extended the nitric oxide 24-7, even as much as 36 hours. Well, logic would tell you that the longer the nitric oxide is expressing along the capillary or the arterial wall, then the less inflammation that will be there. It'll become softer, it'll become more pliable, it'll become stronger. The cells, when are oxygenated, the Dr. Stamler at Case Western University a few years ago determined the nitric oxide was the regulator, it was the traffic cop, the air traffic controller, and that it was imperative to have increased nitric oxide to help balance out the oxygen and carbon dioxide. And so, as I'm sure you've talked about in the past, if you have too much carbon dioxide, you're gonna create abnormal replication of cells. That's gonna lead to things that aren't very good as those abnormal cells replicate. They have the dreaded T word that becomes the dreaded C word. And so nitric oxide extension was value, but people didn't know how to do that. And when they combined it with citrulline, another amino acid, arginine and citrulline, they found that the citrulline would help extend it. When we learned that hawthorn helped extend nitric oxide, that grapeseed extract helped extend nitric oxide. When we learned that astragalus root and panax ginseng extended nitric oxide. That's when, by putting together this formulation, our goal was to have safe, above baseline, quality nitric oxide expression internally, not forced externally, not being stimulated from outside forces of the body, but taking in good natural food type ingredients that then would stimulate the nitric oxide. And then we added the component of the beetroot powder 
that also kind of gave a one-two punch because some people as they get older have arginine resistance. Well, again, it's called ADMA. And one of the things that kind of became a theory is that as you get older, and some people have marketed that, you know, when you're over 40, you can't create nitric oxide safely or whatever with arginine. That's not true, but that's been a marketing approach by some of the beat people. But my feeling was, hey, sustained arginine, sustained citrulline, these other supporting cast members, and then let me give them a very high quality dose of organic beets at the same time. And that's how I believe we were able to accomplish the study in Professor Malinsky's that came out with that. And now with the new article and research based upon, you know, over 15 million studies compared, we're now getting rave reviews from the scientists who are saying, oh my goodness, this affects in a positive way virtually all chronic illness. Their words, not ours. Okay, so having said that, I know what my listeners are thinking. And they're, some of them are thinking, oh, so Dr. Ben, does that mean we can throw out all the other supplements that have to do with the immune system or the cardiovascular system? Because they're going to say, we've heard you say that when we burn oxygen in our mitochondria, it only burns at about a 95% rate of efficiency, so that 5% of that oxygen actually is converted into free radicals. And when you exercise, you actually increase the amount of free radicals being produced in proportion to the amount of exercise you're doing. So if you're doing heavy exercise, you could be increasing your demand for oxygen four, five, 10 times. And in order to satisfy that need for energy, you need to increase your levels of magnesium because magnesium is the thing that carries the glucose and the oxygen in the body to the cell so that it can go into the mitochondria and produce the energy that's needed. That's why a lot of these athletes get cramps because they're not taking enough magnesium. And the same thing is true as vitamin C only has the ability to neutralize a certain number of free radicals that are missing an electron. But if you exercise, again, aggressively, you're going to increase your need for vitamin C by two, three, four, five, maybe 10 times. And so when I had an executive in New Jersey say to me, well, I exercise and I eat really well, and I just had quadruple bypass surgery, and I'm only like 45 years old. He said, how does that happen? And I just explained to him this magnesium vitamin C conundrum. And I said, that's how it can happen. You're doing all the things right except for these two things. And so the question back to you guys is, does Cardio Miracle satisfy all of the things that can aggravate the system like magnesium needed for energy production or vitamin C needed for neutralizing of these free radicals? Or are there going to be some things that they're going to need? Like, is there enough CoQ10 in the body? Because that's another energy supplement and also protects your DNA. So what would be the ideal situation considering that there maybe are some things that aren't being covered off by Cardio Miracle that might be okay for a person to say, yeah, maybe I should add this and add that, as well as the Cardio Miracle. What you're thinking on? Yeah, I'll be happy to respond first, and then Stan can get to the real technical side 
from somebody who's actually a superstar athlete. My feeling is, Dr. Benz, is that with the exception of the Omegas, that Cardio Miracle, in my opinion, is the super buffet of a multiple vitamin, but with the distinct advantage of having 24-7 nitric oxide, which opens up the cell wall, which opens up the receptivity. And so anything else you're eating or anything else you're taking is going to become more absorbable. And when we have about maybe close to a dozen sources of different sources of vitamin C in our formula. So it's not dependent upon 50 milligrams or 100 milligrams. It's coming from a multiplicity of sources in the natural ingredients that we have. And so obviously we tell somebody who's doing an Ironman or a, a marathon or whatever, I tell them from just my observational experience, load, take a double dose of Cardio Miracle in the morning, take one perhaps as you're beginning the race, and then every other bottle or every third bottle of your liquid during the race, and then afterwards, an hour or so later, and Stan can get into the mechanism here, because to build muscle, tear it down, and you got to give it a chance to tear it down. Cardio Miracle heals things so quickly, <laughs> or repairs things so quickly, that somebody trying to tear down and then rebuild is best to wait an hour or two after the exertion, or if they're out of the gym, to then make sure that the teardown is occurring, the inflammation is occurring, so that then the Cardio Miracle can help with alleviating the soreness. How about amino acids? I mean, you need amino acids to do this repairing and rebuilding process. Right. And we have a boatload of those. Okay. You know, we have multiple grams of the aminos in there. But Stan's the physiologist side of ours from an athletic standpoint. But my opinion, I tell most people, if you have something that somebody's recommended, like some additional magnesium or some additional types of any type of nutrient, go ahead and take it. It'll work better because of the nitric oxide. But for most people, the formula fortunately eliminates having to take 30 or 40 capsules a day that have been less absorbable in the past. But Stan, what's your take on it? Well, to respond, Charles, to your initial question of how does this cause regression? Can I address that? Yeah, absolutely. A, there's a statement or published research. This is what it actually says, is that it causes the regression of atherosclerosis. So I'd like to speak to that just a little bit. One of the fascinating things that I've learned is that the majority, the supermajority of our blood vascular system is a microcapillary proportion, right? which are these blood vessels that are so small that red blood cells have to fold, right, to get into them. So they're just phenomenally small and ubiquitous through our bodies. And if we think about atherosclerosis and the cascading consequences of that, which include other types of low-grade chronic inflammation diseases like diabetes, here's a portion of my response, Charles, is that the microvascular system, our microcapillaries, are made of one type of cell, they're made up of endothelial cells. Now, in larger sections of our blood vasculature, like arteries, they have three different levels of tissue. The interior tissue of, for instance, the aortic arteries, for example, the interior lining, there's endothelium there. Then there's a fibrous component tissue on top of that, and then a very muscular component as a third level on top of that. Well, 
as our vasculature decreases in size, that tissue structure becomes simplified so that at the microcapillary level, we're only talking of one type of cell structure, which is the endothelium. These endothelial cells are the only part of our blood vasculature that replicate and build new vasculature so that when we experience a trauma, whether it's a controlled trauma like surgery or other trauma, you're, you're out riding a bike and fall and get bruises, get cuts, all these things, but you have a destruction of the blood supply. You have a destruction of the supply chain for nutrients, oxygen, hydration, right? So one of the things that is very basic about the exceptional value of nitric oxide production is that it causes the endothelium, the engine that produces it, to heal. Nitric oxide production by the endothelial nitric oxide synthase causes the endothelium to heal itself. And so that's why when we age, we see a rapidly increasing decrease in a body's ability to produce nitric oxide because the endothelial cells become damaged. Normal wear and tear, toxins internal and external, all that affects our endothelium's ability to produce nitric oxide. What we're learning is if we give the endothelium the fuel that it needs, then we can induce it to begin acting in a healthy way. We can help it cause its own recovery. And so I grew up on a farm and listening to my dad tell me when we were irrigating, get the water to the end of the row. Because in Idaho, if you don't get water to a plant, it just doesn't grow. Same thing with all the tissue outside of the blood compartment, right? All of the tissue outside of our blood supply chain, they need what the blood is carrying. And if the blood can't get to that tissue as a function of the dysfunction, as a result of the dysfunction of endothelial cells, then the blood can't supply what it's carrying. And more to the point, there are numerous studies that indicate that the endothelial cells, this interior lining of our blood vasculature and lymph vasculature, is the communication interface. That's the term used in the studies, the communication interface between the blood and the, all the tissue of the body outside of that blood compartment. And so having a healthy endothelium means that you can get effective communication between the data that the blood is carrying and all the data that the interstitial tissue is waiting to receive. So in a diabetic situation, your microcapillaries are ill. They can't communicate oxygen. They can't communicate hydration, nutrition. And so as a result, you see extremities that, are, that die, you know, feet die. Diabetics, are, they lose their eyesight. And it's all because of really three common denominators. One is blood flow. The other is blood supply. And the other issue is blood oxygen. To keep our cells properly oxygenated out of that hypoxic condition, and all of this is what I think makes possible that statement to say that it, this causes the regression of atherosclerosis. It's actually healing. Nitric oxide production heals. The health heals the dysfunction and damage to our cardiovascular system. So I think it's easy to agree with that. I think that when you look at the science, these studies are usually not bringing people into the study mechanism with a proper evaluation of the difficulty of each person in terms of their health challenges. So when you look at whether people are eating properly, avoiding stress, avoiding toxins, mm -hmm. controlling their weight, doing all of these things, the best studies are the ones that say, what are your biomarkers? Mm -hmm. What is your weight? What are your symptoms? And then using AI platform, it might say, we're gonna give you a score now, and here's the score. And so anybody with a score of 50 to 70, you're gonna be in one category, we're gonna test the product in your group. Then if you're in a 70 to 80 or 90, then we're gonna test you there. So this is the problem with a lot of 
studies that, first of all, they don't level the difficulty going in. And secondly, they don't really measure multiple factors because the whole medical community has now been testing one factor for 80 years. It doesn't know how to deal with multiple factors. So that would be my question. Don't you think people still need to eat properly? They still need to avoid lifestyle challenges like drinking and smoking. They still need to avoid toxins and detoxify. They need to avoid stress. They need to have good weight control. That all those things will optimize what the Cardio Miracle product can do. Is that yes or no? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Choosing a healthy lifestyle will improve your health. <laughs> yeah. And using Cardio Miracle, for, just to put a fine point on it, I live a very healthy lifestyle. I started taking Cardio Miracle immediately after reading the Malinsky study. And within a few months, my VO2 max improved by 19%. And I started it out in a very healthy place. So what it told me was, like, what this is actually doing is optimizing my blood viscosity. This is optimizing my blood oxygen levels and my efficiency, the, the gas exchange efficiency, because that oxygen-carbon dioxide exchange was improving dramatically. My endurance improved. My recovery rate from training improved. My injury rates went way down, even when I was training at very high competitive levels. And so what that told me was that the healthy lifestyle is great. And this comes back to asking, what about magnesium and these other things? We're all different. Biologically, we share a lot of similarities, but everybody's different as a fingerprint, right? And so attending to how your body responds to what you do, we're not saying that Cardio Miracle solves that. You need to attend to how your body's saying to you. That's a great answer. The question might be, for me, what's happening to your DNA damage? Because the accumulated impact of all the things that people are doing wrong is not just the nitric oxide levels, but... If the cells are deteriorating, and if we think we're getting some resolution of that with regression, how is that measured? I mean, for me, I think the best measurement is the 8-OHGD test, which is the urine test that measures the accumulated DNA damage in your body. So would it be a good idea to include that test in future clinical trials or studies of the Cardio Miracle? Absolutely. I believe so because, yes, what's interesting, Charles, is that what we're seeing is the deeper we look, the better it gets. <laughs> and we knew that Professor Malinsky at the endothelial cell level was having unbelievable results that astonished even him, having been a researcher in this field for several decades. But now with the additional studies doing with the 770 mechanisms that are impacted by the 53 ingredients, we see improvement in every area. And so it's coming down to the fact that the cells are experiencing the regulatory benefits of balanced oxygen, nitrogen, or oxygen, carbon dioxide, and nitric oxide. And when you heal the cell, then the replication of the cell, all types of cells, is going to be more favorable. Obviously, if you include these other lifestyle and hereditary and those types of things, I kind of look at Cardio Miracle from a normal person. Stan's not normal. He, I mean, 60 years old running a 425 mile is not normal. But the reality is I look at it for most people who aren't sure about their food, their water, the quality of the organic food, the quality of 
what they're doing, the stress levels, etc. There's a term in golf called a mulligan, and it's where if you hit a lousy shot, you get to hit another one. And many players are really good if they can eliminate the first shot and they can go ahead and get a second try. I view Cardio Miracle for the majority of humans as life's great mulligan from a nutritional basis. I love it. That's a great analogy. I think it's wonderful. But from a scientist's point of view, and you know I can't stop being a scientist. Of course. Uh, I think that the average person wants to know, what's my starting point? Where am I on this whole scale of things? How good am I and, and how much work do I need done? So we have an artificial intelligence platform that can help us to do that. It's awesome. And then we have the ongoing, and John has the heart rate variability, which tells you what your immediate reaction is to your exercise, your age of your cells, all these things are measurable through his heart rate variability. And then the end point is the 8-OHGD and the half a dozen or dozen other tests that can actually measure how much regression is occurring. And then you go back to the AI platform and do another test and you find out, oh my God, I went from 40 up to 80 on this very comprehensive test. That's the kind of stuff I wanna work on. And we want to do it. We're all in. Actually, what I want to do, <laughs> listening to this, is the first thing I'm going to do is we have what's called a pre and post test, where you can do a two or five minute test of your whole system before you do your workout. And then at the conclusion of your workout, once your heart rate comes back to normal, you can test yourself again. So we can literally test the difference on day one naturally. And then day two, do the same workout with Cardio Miracle as you're talking about how to take it and measure the difference. That sounds fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all in on that. And let me just tell you an interesting story. When I was helping, you know, a $400 million nutritional company sell a nitric oxide product from 208 to about 213, I went into the company, the chairman of the company, and I said, I want to do some clinical studies on this. I want to do the research. I want to get patients on this. And their response to me is, hey, we're doing really good. Why would you want to do that? And I said, because I want to know what we're doing. And they said, and this is a true story. They said, well, what if it doesn't work? <laughs> well, I said, what do you mean, what if it doesn't work? I said, I gave up a multi-million dollar financial career to be the spokesman of nitric oxide, and you're not sure that it's going to work? I said, I know it's going to work. And if you don't believe it, then I guess I'm in the wrong place. And subsequently in 2019, when I met with Professor Malinsky, I sent him a letter. I sent him a cold email when I'm sure both of you are aware of the breakthrough study that came out on vitamin D3 and its impact on cardiovascular disease. I think it was 217, 218, something like that. That was Professor Malinsky. I sent him an email saying, I think I have the best nitric oxide delivery in the world. I would like to meet you and talk to you. His research assistant called me the next day and said, we got like 5,000 emails and Professor Malinsky wants to talk to you because of your email. So I, we got on the phone and we were talking and he speaks eight languages, but his English is a little hard to follow unless your ears trained one of the smartest men in the world. And I said, I'd like to come back to Ohio and talk to you. So my wife and I went back to Ohio, sat down with him in his office, 
And his comment to me was, you really don't know anything about physiology and biochemistry. And I said, that's correct. He said, how did you come up with this? This looks very intriguing. And I kind of told him my story. And he says, well, I'll test it. It's going to cost a certain amount of money to the university to fund the survey. And I said, that's beyond our budget, but I'll do it. He says, but what if it doesn't work? And I said, that's why I'm here. I don't want to waste <laughs> my time with anything that doesn't work. I want to know if it doesn't work, how to fix it and what I need to do to fix it. And a month later, it's all been history ever since. He said, this is the most remarkable formula in the world. He even said at some point, and this is him speaking, not me. He said, if somebody has taken your formulation within so many hours of having a heart incident, he says, I would say they would suffer no heart muscle damage. Holy cow. <laughs> and he said, and this functions like safe nitroglycerin. He okay. said, if you're feeling a little <laughs> tense, if you're feeling some stuff, he said, put it under your tongue and you will feel better. That was him saying to me. Wow. Okay. I want to actually capture that quote because we now know that a lot of the emergency vehicles, when they're transporting a person from their home during a heart attack, they put them on magnesium IVs. So my goal would be to put them on a cardio miracle IV <laughs> so that they don't get That's that damage. That's my goal. Exactly. Because listen, the damage is going to be accumulative over the next couple of days after this thing as has happened. And so I have to, again, beg off and say, my God, I think I have to end this show because we're past our point of no return from the <laughs> studio's point of view. But, but here's where I want to try to end up. My two focuses of research over the last three years have been COVID and cancer. And I can see from the studies that I'm looking at that you've done, there's already an implication for the immune system here. There's already a discussion in the Frontier study about helping with COVID. I have the only peer-reviewed article on treating long-haul COVID in the world. And John and his magazine have been the first to publish it. And there have been several magazines that have published it since. But this has to have the cardio miracle in the protocol. I'm absolutely certain of that. Now, I'm also going to give a talk to a national cancer conference in a couple of months. And I would like to really find out more about what are the implications for repairing the damage that's been caused by cancer and other chronic illnesses, because I think that's where my research sweet spot is. How about the damage from cancer treatments, chemotherapy? Yes, of course. That goes right into it. Yeah, and obviously the cancer topic, and again, I'm not a medical doctor, and I'm not diagnosing or making medical claims. The research on nitric oxide is that it safely elevated, it strengthens the T cells. It helps build the body's immune response. And if the replication of cells is normal going forward, and you both are, I'm sure, well aware of all of the implications or indications that vitamin D3 and other key anti-inflammatories are helpful 
in somebody whose body has been decimated by the protocols and treatments that goes into trying to the focus. And again, I'm not an expert in this, but from a logical standpoint, as you speak about cholesterol being the enemy, when in reality, it's sticky arteries and inflammation, that's the enemy, not cholesterol. You don't want to run a car on water. You need to have oil and cholesterol is essential to the body's functioning. Well, I think the same thing appears here is that if you're looking to recover from essentially destroying the body, the whole focus on most of the traditional cancer treatment is the size of the tumor. And yet the tumor, just me speaking, the tumor is encapsulating the abnormal cells to keep them from spreading. Sure. Sure. So I personally, and I'm not a cancer expert and I'm not giving medical advice, but I'm personally much more concerned with the environment of the terrain of the body, the interstitial fluids, and also building and supporting the immune system than I am focusing on how many centimeters is going on with the tumor because you're not necessarily dealing with the systemic problem. And what Stanford has been able to extract with the scientists on our emergent study that's being published is that what's happening at the base cell level of the mitochondria is so effective with the formulation and ingredients of our formula that only good replication can occur. And if that occurs and inflammation is diminished, and if nitric oxide is elevated, and if vitamin D is coming to the rescue, only good things can happen in these scenarios that talk about bad things happening to a body. Well, I'm going to have to pull the plug here because that was a great summary. You always seem to come up with a great summary at the end, John, so I appreciate that. But I think that there's work to be done, and I think that both John Barson and I are excited about the work that's possible with you and your company. And I just would like to say to our listeners, you may already know, Cardio Miracle has agreed to be a sponsor of our program. And I now feel that uh, I've got a, a new audience for the product because I think that I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into this and find out whether, in fact, it does have the potential to help people with cancer because that and COVID, those are my two main areas of interest. So having said that, I want to thank you gentlemen and tell you I have to say a few words about our kind sponsors. Paddock Pools is a great pool company because they have a thing called the vacuum extractor and the vacuum extractor takes chlorinated gas out of the pool so that people can really breathe good oxygenated air. They get about 95% of that chlorine gas out and this is really important, especially for young people that are trying to build new cells all the time and make sure that these cells don't have problems down the road. And we know chlorine gas is something that may even precipitate the development of cancer because it destroys zinc in the body. And zinc is one of the great things. It's a precursor to the development of vitamin D3. So Paddock Pools is one of the only companies that's doing this. And so if you have a new pool or if you have an existing pool that needs to be a healthier one, then Paddock Pools is your answer. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. They don't sell health insurance. They have a system where everybody shares in the costs. They do all the same kinds of procedures. They have all kinds of doctors and hospitals. Everybody gets paid the same as in health insurance. The difference is they're paying attention to your health and they're trying to get you healthier. And the result of that is the members of uh, MPB have a reduced health care cost of about 30 to 50% a year. So 
if you're looking at a small company or even an individual that wants to be able to reduce your health insurance cost, MPB Health may be your answer. So go online, get one of their videos, call one of the 800 numbers and talk to one of their reps. DHA Labs is a lab company in Chicago area. Been around for about 60 years doing progressive advanced testing. They have probably the most advanced genetic test from a company in Canada called the DHA Company. And they have a lot of tests of mine, about eight of them, that deal with things like cancer and heart disease. And I think that these are tests that would find things five to ten years before your medical doctor is going to be able to find anything. And that's what you want because cellular damage starts early. And DHA Labs, combined with my company, Healthy at Work, we try to find out when those cells are deteriorating and we have tests for it. And that's why we promote them because we know they're good scientific tests. And finally, Beacon Point Advisors, that's a kind of a health and wealth advising company. In other words, they're dedicated to improving your wealth, but they also, by sponsoring our program and doing other things, they're helping to improve your health so that you can enjoy any of the money that you have been fortunate enough to gain over your lifetime. So Beacon Point is a great organization. There are 50 offices around the country. Find the one nearest you, call them up. Just see if they can offer you some things in terms of personalizing your portfolio that you may not have heard about before. So thanks again for our sponsors. Thanks for our listeners for tuning in today. Thanks for our guests today, Stanford Graham, John Hewlett, and of course, John Barson from Total Health Magazine. Thank you fellows in the studio and thank you listeners coming to the studio. We enjoyed all the time. I hope you did too. Bye for now. <music>